All right, so uh, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Something a little different. We're going to be doing a video recording because I have a beautiful guest with me today. Um, as always, we talk about all things self-love, self-care, and self-confidence, and we get right to the point. So <laughs> I want to introduce you to Sina. She's a local entrepreneur here in Edmonton, Alberta, and she has two beautiful waxing studios in the city that I frequent about every four weeks myself. Um, and you also have a line of products which have become a major staple in my beauty routine. Um, I just bought the body brush and I also love your underarms so much. So thank you for creating that. It's, I think it's the nicest and um, yeah, nicest, nicest smelling natural underarm that I've ever used. The other ones just don't work. So, and I was going to bring it on here actually to show you, cause I'm at the point where I have to flick it out and use it manually to get it all out. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, awesome. yeah so today's topic is going to be self-confidence and body hair, which is something that Sina sees and works with every day at her two studio locations in the city. And I'm going to uh, let Sina share her story and a little bit about, you know, why she started the studios and what it really means and the impact she's having in the community. Well, thanks, Delaine. I'm, I'm delighted to be your guest today. Um, so I'm Sina. I own Buff Wax Spot, which is a chain of wax bars here in Edmonton. Uh, I started Buff Wax Spot because I noticed when I moved to the city that there, there wasn't um, really any dedicated wax bars. So it wasn't difficult to find wax services per se, but it was difficult to find um, consistently uh, good waxing services that were fast, that were done really well in a clean, hygienic manner, and that were affordably priced. So I moved to Edmonton uh, eight years ago now. And so just, you know, when you move somewhere new, you're looking for new grocery, new dentist, new doctor, like all of that stuff. And, and finding a new place to get waxed was on my list. And after about eight months, I realized that, um, you know, this wax bar concept that I'd gotten used to in Toronto didn't exist in Edmonton. Uh, I really liked the business model of, of wax bars. I thought that they take basically um, a really important and essential aesthetic service, waxing, and they turn it from a, an experience that most people don't look forward to into something that's really fun, something you want to tell your friends and family about, um, and something I dare say you even look forward to getting. So I thought maybe there's an idea here to open a wax bar in Edmonton. I did uh, some research for about three quarters of a year to make sure that um, it was a feasible idea decided it was, and then got hired with another company. And so kind of shelled the idea actually for a few months and um, didn't forget about it, but didn't think about it either. And then um, when uh, my now husband, then boyfriend, and I went on, a, went on a road trip, we were kind of talking about it. And I was telling him about this idea I'd had, and he encouraged me to go for it. He said, I think you should try. And I said, well, I, I don't even know where to start. He said, well, why don't you... Um, why don't you use my house? So he had a house at the time with lots of spare bedrooms and he said I could use one of his bedrooms as a little studio and that's really where Buff Wax Spot was born. Um, I'll never forget my first client, bless her heart. I was so nervous. 
And when she when she paid me at the end, I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe that she had paid me uh, to do this service. Um, it, it was it, it was really something. And uh, she told some of her friends. Um, before I knew it, I um, actually moved into like a two bedroom apartment so that I could uh, work on Buff Black Spot a little bit more um, intensively. And fast forward to February 2017, opened up my first storefront, which is my Southside Ellerslie location. Um, I hired staff for the first time. I had rent to pay for the first time. Um, it was really, really exciting and we did really well. And I opened our second location about a year and a few months later on the north side. Um, and also was doing really, really well. Um, and then COVID hit and uh, <laughs> has really put a damper on, um, on some of my growth plans. But one thing I'm really proud of is that our reputation really precedes us. And during some pretty dark days uh, last year, even this year during multiple closures, uh, really, really slow periods as people decided to hunker down and stay at home and not, you know, understandably get waxed and do other things. Um, I was really grateful to have a community that uh, supports us, supports our values. Um, one of our strongest being, as we'll talk about today, that you know everybody is welcome and we are really here to um, help you feel better and more confident. Uh, and if hair removal is part of that, awesome, come to us. But if hair removal isn't part of that for you, that's also, just fine. Um, so yeah, a bit of a long-winded uh, introduction, but there we are. I love, I love your story. I love the starting in the, you know, the spare bedroom of your boyfriend's house. <laughs> that's, that's really amazing. And having clients come and that's, I love it. And I also really like how you pivoted through COVID as well. And you started to change up your offering a little bit. And at that time you were doing, you know, waxing kits and so I think that really helped you to stay present mind in the community as well. Um, and I am also loving your reels. You are hilarious. Oh. <laughs> I'm loving them. And I just wanted to say that you are very, your studios and even your branding is very inclusive and you really do show an array of bodies and different ethnicities and products for women and men as well. And I think that it's absolutely beautiful. And I always love going to the studio as well. It's just, I don't go anywhere else. Oh, Delaney, thank you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Also, you mentioned whether or not waxing is or isn't part of your journey to, um, you know, I, some women don't even shave their armpits right and it's really that choice that personal choice and to also have the option to have that space where if you do want it to be taken care of you can as well um, do you also see um, medical reasons why people come into the studio as well for waxing um usually like if somebody's going to have surgery that might be a big one we have lots of pregnant mamas that come in that want to be nice and smooth for delivery and after um, uh, those on weight loss journeys often come in and um, actually that's that's really special because they're starting to fall in love with themselves again 
yeah. and taking care of themselves is part of um, is part of that journey of learning to love oneself again and being vulnerable enough to show your body whatever it is that you're getting waxed to a complete stranger and to um, you know let us take care of you in that way is is I think an honor. Yeah, it, um, I mean, I've had children. So for me to kind of come in <laughs> to the wax studio is, is not as much of a big deal as you've, I've been through birth a few times and, but it's still the um, be seen. I know when clients come to me, you know, there's this, they're super nervous the first, you know, when they walk in and then there's like a, a comfort and, and that needs to go along with that. And then by the end, it's, you know, there's no doubt there's, that why they did it. And they said, yes. And they're so happy that they did. Right. So really being able to hold space for people to be vulnerable and really go through that journey of taking care of their body and, and showing it some, showing it some love. Cause it really isn't right or wrong. If you want to have hair removed. And I mean, I think it's becoming more normal for people to seek these things out, but what would you say I, are some of the um, myths about waxing? Are there any myths or anything that you want to dispel about the industry? Um, I would say probably, uh, let's see, what are some of the things we hear? Um, that hair might grow back coarser, um, particularly with, let's say, uh, we, we see that a lot for facial waxing, like upper lip waxing. Um, waxing definitely does not make your hair grow back thicker or coarser. Um, in fact, it does the very opposite. Waxing damages the hair follicles. Uh, hair doesn't like being ripped out of its follicle. And uh, when you do that a couple of times, uh, it weakens it. Sometimes it even kills the follicle, which is great because it means that hair won't, go, won't regrow. And that leads to the thinning and permanent hair reduction that we all love that comes with waxing. Um, I think also uh, people associate, and rightfully so, uh, waxing with, with pain, um, with bruising, with burning, um, just a really unpleasant uh, experience or uh, worse, having a technician who doesn't seem to care about you as a person, isn't interested in you as a person. Um, and while waxing is, you know, it's not a massage, but it's also truly not as painful as a lot of people um, think. And that's something we really love at Buff is that we're able to turn around and experience that many, many people have extremely low expectations of and turn it into a wow five-star experience for people. Awesome. Love that. I, uh, I've seen your, I know you have new branding from when you first started. So it's a bit of an evolution, but you've also started carrying sexual and wellness products in your spaces as well. So what was the kind of like the reason behind it and the expansion into that space? Was it you just saw that there was a need or you wanted to, you know, give something new to your client base? I think it was a combination of all of those things. Um, I'm really, I'm really pleased to see sexual wellness uh, blossom as a accepted part of like what we would call self-care. Um, there's some really fantastic brands out there doing really cool, um, really cool things and normalizing a lot of what, well, what 
normalizing what a lot, a lot of women actually do, but don't want to talk about. Um, and they're creating very specific products for women to target very specific um, issues that women face um, and making it very publicly and widely available so you don't have to go to a specialty store to get them. So I think uh, it's really awesome to see in the last two three years how, how much this, this category has grown. Um, at Buff, because we focus so much on uh, confidence and wellness, um, and intimate waxing is our top service. So I always thought any products that we can sell that um, support and or celebrate or, and or help you feel good about your intimate bits would be a great fit for us. Um, funny story, I tried to introduce sexual wellness uh, products back in 2017, actually. And I think uh, I think it was too soon. It didn't do well. Um, there were a lot of like teas and, you know, <laughs> Yeah. So I think the market wasn't ready. So um, I feel so vindicated uh, bringing back a lot of these products again and, and now having a really great reception by the community. And I think people are just a lot more open to um, talking about things that make them feel good down there and wanting to buy products that make them feel good down there. Getting a wax, um, like a Brazilian, a Brazilian wax or intimate wax makes you feel good down there. And it's okay to talk about uh, toys that also make you feel good down there. So uh, for me, it felt like a, like a very natural fit with our brand. Yeah, I have to agree. It was, um, I walked in the space the first time and I saw them on the shelf and they weren't like, you know, in your face, right? They were nicely displayed. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. I was, this is awesome. I'm glad that it's there for people to see and that it's in a space that, you don't have to walk into uh, an adult store to go and see, right? It's not behind plastic, you know, packaging and it's really beautifully displayed, which I think also feels more available and, and easier to approach. Um, exactly. we, we don't always want to go to a, a specialty shop like a, you know, a, a sex store or something like that to have to see these things because I think it gives it a bit of a different uh, a feel to it, right? So in a safe space, beautifully displayed. Um, yeah, the products, they were, I felt a very perfect fit and I was actually quite excited to see it there, so. That's awesome, I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear that. Um, when we bring things out into the light, it's hard for that thing to feel shameful or embarrassing. Um, I know when I started Buff, uh, call it officially in two, uh, 2017 when I opened the stores, I think I, um, I kind of took Edmonton by surprise by how frank and open and uh, straightforward our language was. So we openly used the words vagina and penis and scrotum and um, in between bum cheeks to describe our services. Uh, we're like, I'm very careful to toe the line between um, being clear and being vulgar. It's a very, very thin line. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I try to stay on the, you know, on the classier side of things. But at the same time, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, I don't want to be unclear because I don't want to signal by being unclear or by using evasive language that this is something embarrassing that you're inquiring about, or this is a service that, you know, you only want to be talking, you know, about like very kind of quietly, like, no, we can talk openly about the fact that you want to get a Brazilian done. And if you want to know what's involved, we're going to tell you exactly what's involved, because I think at the end of the day, you want to know exactly what you're getting waxed rather than me. Well, you know, it's kind of everything that's in your underwear and yeah, we'll take care of it all. Don't worry. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's that clarity with your clients, right? And there's no confusion. And I'm not a huge fan of the uh, flowery words either. Even with my children, I don't use them. It's, it's, you know, a penis and a vagina and, you know, it's, um, I love it. I love that you are, you know, I, yeah, pushing some of those boundaries and allowing people to say, you know, some of those words and ask for what they want and totally feel okay with it without the, the secrecy or the, you know, shame, shame, the walk of shame or whatever for wanting to, you know, go get a Brazilian, you know, cause it's, oh, well, that's only for, that's only for strippers or women who are, you know, want to be seen by lots of people. And that just isn't the case at all. It's very personal, very personal decision. Exactly. That also plays into, um, I think what we're speaking to today is helping people to feel um, more uh, like welcome and not judged um, and therefore confident about taking care of yourself, whether that's like a boudoir photo shoot with you or getting an intimate wax for the very first time with us, something like that. Yeah. I would say that a lot of my clients definitely have those services done before that they come in and it's just kind of part of it and they don't have to worry about it, right? It's, it's gone and they don't have to worry that something's going to be, you know, hair is going to be poking out of their underwear or shave bumps and that kind of thing. So I definitely recommend um, adding that to their routine as well. One other thing is I saw on Instagram is that you're going to be a drop-off location for no periods without Yes. Yeah. And it's interesting how small sometimes Edmonton feels and for our, we've launched our self-love campaign and that is our donation. So we will be donating a box of menstrual products to no periods without for everyone that signs up. And then if any, anyone wants to bring more. So I thought that was pretty cool that I saw you on there. So that's really awesome. I may even take mine and bring them to you. (laughs) Have them dropped off there, make it easy. Um, and that's, that's confidence too, right? It's having the, the right products with you and, and being confident when you are, you know, having your period and going through your menstruation. And it uh, definitely is in alignment with what your messaging is as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've even installed the days. I know you were thrilled to discover <laughs> I was, I was like, oh my God, if I knew there was a bidet here, I'd use the bathroom every time. (laughs) It's such a funny story. My team, um, my team approached me and said, I think we should have a bidet. And I, well, and and what I know of bidets are that they are standalone units. And uh, I said, well, I, I don't know that we have the plumbing to support that. And like, that sounds really expensive. Oh no, we found it on Amazon. Okay. Let me see what this thing looks like. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I'm not going to install it. So if somebody like will install it, we can go ahead and purchase it. Well, yeah, they went ahead and did it and, um, took me about, let's see, I think a month and a half to convince me to try it. I was just so like, no, no, thank you. Um, I finally tried this thing and it's amazing. So we put, we put it in place because, uh, not because our, and I want to be clear, like we didn't put it in place because our clients are unclean. Rather, we know that as a client, what you are worrying about the most actually after what do they think about my bits is, is it clean? So that's just there for you. If you really feel like you need that extra boost, maybe you're coming after work or um, you had like a nervous poop or something like that's there for you to just like blast it all away and know like you are crystal clean. Not that we care. Um, so yeah, <laughs> trying yeah. to the day was 
really fun. And I, I think we've got it installed at our Southside location. I'll have to double check, but I definitely want to make a post about that on Instagram because if somebody's really concerned, like hop into the bathroom and, you know, have a shower for your intimate. Yeah, it definitely added to my experience. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been thinking about it for my house as well, because I've seen, you know, they're, they're pretty easy to um, attach to your toilet now, right? It's not really that big of a deal. They don't have to be a oh. standalone unit, right? And so I used it and I was like, you know, you're like, oh, there's going to be the initial shock. But I was like, oh, this is amazing. And yes, I definitely need one. Um, and then I think of my children, I was like, oh, this might be a big mess. <laughs> I don't really know, but <laughs> turning it on and off and whatever, but yeah, it just adds to that experience and giving that extra boost of confidence before they lay down and get their intimate wax. Right. It definitely yeah. did for me. So I think that's awesome. Really yeah. going into the full experience of, you know, what the client, um, you know, when they walk through the door right to when they leave. Exactly. It's like trying to anticipate what are all the things that are making this client nervous today about their experience here? And what can I do to um, not only anticipate them, but like take that away for them? Yeah, those those pain points in the industry. It was interesting. I was listening to someone talk and it was about like the blue ocean strategy and going outside of your industry to kind of find what are they doing and how are they changing and evolving? and. Uh, one of those things is the pain points. They recommend not talking to your client base, but talking to the people, why don't you come for a wax? And maybe some of those are the things, right? Well, I'm uncomfortable, you know, like, you know, showing myself or those kinds of things. So how can I alleviate and help those pain yeah. points to allow more people to go through the experience of, you know, if it's something that they really want, it can really boost their self-confidence. Absolutely. I know for me, um, and um, uh, disclosure alert, Dulane was my wedding photographer. <laughs> I detest having my picture taken. If it were not for my dad, I don't think there would be any pictures of me as a kid. As it is, there aren't many because I just was not interested. And so when Brandon and I got engaged, um, we had a, a very small wedding. Um, and I, I'm telling you, the thing I dreaded the most of the entire the entire event was the, the, the photography and I wasn't going to have a wedding photographer. <laughs> but I knew my parents would like, that would not fly. And um, I was so nervous about, about photography. Uh, and you did such a great job with um, kind of like, I don't know how to say this in a way, I, I don't mean this in a, in a bad way, but you sort of like disappeared. I didn't feel like the lens was in my face and uh, you had me and Brandon pose just so naturally. Um, it, and it, it turned out to be such a wonderful experience, but you made it feel really safe and comfortable and not um, formal and stuffy. And as a result, we have beautiful wedding photos that I actually look at um, at least once a year. And it's such a nice reminder of our time together. Um, but it was something I was dead set against. I just, I, I tighten up. I, I just, I can't stand photos. I don't know why. So. Uh, well, I mean, I appreciate you sharing that with me. Um, and it's always sometimes surprising um, which clients feel the most nervous 
Um, but it was, oh my God, your wedding was beautiful. And it was an absolute pleasure to photograph you and your family and, and your wedding and you and Brandon, you guys are just a beautiful couple and it's, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Thank, Thank you for sharing. Even shooing off the deer. Do you remember the mother deer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. He was like, uh-uh, honey, I was here first. <laughs> I need, I'm just trying to do family photos, you know, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she, she was not leaving. I think we had to call, um, we had to call hotel staff to kind of help nudge her along. But, um, yeah. yeah, that was, uh, that was fantastic. Something I actually want to ask you is how do you, um, how do you incorporate diversity into your um, photo shoots? And um, as a preamble, for me, as, as a woman and as a woman of color, it is, I am so sensitive to marketing material, branding material that doesn't show somebody who looks like me. So from the outset, um, what I did with Buff was to make sure that we were always showcasing not only bodies of all types and, and sizes, but also a skin tone of, of all varieties um, to make sure that any for anybody who was interested in coming to Buff saw themselves reflected somewhere, somewhere in our marketing and branding, whether it was on our website or social, on Facebook, Instagram, like they saw themselves somewhere reflected because when you don't see yourself reflected, what you think is, oh, she must or he must not accommodate clients like me. There's a reason why I'm not seeing myself reflected in this photographer's portfolio. They must not, I hate to say it, but they must not like to photograph Black people. Maybe they find it difficult to capture, um, you know, our skin tone properly because when you, when you're darker toned like me, like you have variations in your skin tone and it like, it's really obvious. So um, these are the kind of things that people instantly are thinking about and making decisions on based on what they're not seeing a lot of the time. Um, I know I do that personally. Um, and I'm wondering in, in your world, how do you address that? I think for me, it's just um, really showcasing every woman. Um, I don't, I don't pick and choose clients who I show online. So I don't filter the message or, and I don't filter the size or the age of the woman. I really showcase every woman that walks through my door and it's women of all ages and backgrounds. Um, I don't know that I purposefully try to get that message across, but I love this conversation because as you're talking, I notice online things can be very, very curated. And it is, I'm trying to move away from that, especially on social media as much as I can. And the other thing is I photograph women who are plus size, but they don't look like it. So I think there's this um, uh, allowing women to not really focus on the size of, of you know, what they're wearing or what they're bringing and really just looking at the female form as it is. So it's curvy, it's thin women, it's you know all shapes, all sizes, wearing beautiful lingerie and going to places that have their, um, have a wide range of options for women. Even for myself, it's hard sometimes to go and purchase a bra because they just don't have the right size. 
So it's really finding those places that are inclusive as well that have they can order something in or they're super friendly and they're you know helping those women to find something amazing it's really important to wear something that you feel amazing in for your session because that just elevates your self-confidence big time i have a client texting me today showing me pictures of her in the dressing room how about this one how about this one right so there's really that touch point all the way through and as far as addressing the differences, I guess I don't really do that. I just really encourage women to find what they love and what they feel good in where they are today. So it's more about how do you, I want to help you the way that you are today in the body that you're in to feel like your best self, to start feeling confident where you are. Um, and you are right. It is a bit of a skill to photograph darker skin and your wedding is a perfect example. Uh, you know, you're darker skin and you're wearing a white dress and your husband is light and he's wearing a, like a darker suit. And it's like the contrast and everything. And it does, you have to really pay attention to how you're exposing and your lighting and everything. Cause it could, you know, and it can affect self-confidence. Absolutely. Um, the other thing I do is I, I don't heavily edit anybody's shape. I don't make anybody, you know, try to make them look 20 years younger. It's not about that at all for me. It's about shaping the body and posing to make them feel amazing just the way they are today as I see them. Um, but I love this question. It's actually making me, um, you know, what else can I do? How else can I make, you know, women feel even more, you know, empowered and drawn to it right because it really is for everybody I believe so yeah great question girl thank you <laughs> I don't know if I just rambled through that one and and I think that a lot of us need to ask those questions even more um yeah it's I know for myself looking at you know certain things and you see the the typical beauty standard in front of you and you're like well i'm i'm not that at all right and i think you can ask those questions right it's well i guess they don't really serve me or my type of person so i think it's important to and you do absolutely do with that with your branding as well and the women that you're showing through that so yeah it's it's motivating and inspiring so thank you thank you yeah it's a, and it's I think um you know and I certainly didn't I didn't mean to ask that to or to put you on the spot um no that's okay it's so, good but like I think it's it's something that's good for us to start thinking about because once you once you're aware once that seed is planted um you know I think you start looking for ways to make it work for you once you're aware or what's the expression once you've seen you know you can't unsee um yeah so yeah, absolutely. And that that's for, you know, all areas of, of life too, right? It's um, once you kind of know, and you're, then you can choose which sort of path that you you want to take, right? And without the, without the uh, having it to come to a front or a, a problem or an issue, right? How can we change it now moving forward and help everybody feel included and inclusive? So yeah, mm -hmm. I think it's, it's an important conversation to have. Absolutely. Yeah.
and, and I mean, there's already wonderful changes that I'm seeing. Um, I'm seeing a lot more diversity. I mean, like truly everywhere um, on Netflix, um, in marketing materials, uh, like billboards. It's it's pretty amazing to see that shift. And as a person of color, it feels awesome to see yeah. yourself reflected more and more in society. Yeah, and I think it's, um, you know, if we're being honest, it's not something that I've I've noticed because I'm seeing I'm seeing me reflected most of the time, a white woman, right? So it's uh, I'm seeing myself in you know like billboards or whatever in magazines, um, and I think that it's very important for all of us to be represented. So, but it's that awareness piece, right? It's recognizing that. Um, and I do see it every once in a while. And I recognize, especially, especially women, maybe not necessarily focused on um, the color, but the women who are being represented too, right? As um, whether there's no women involved at all in the conversation or that sort of thing, because I am, I'm, I'm a white Canadian woman, right? So I think there's definitely things that we can listen to and make those changes so yeah yeah totally cool work in progress work in progress and uh i yeah thank you again for doing what you're doing and and helping other business owners and people feel totally welcome and um yeah there's always always room for improvement right <laughs> always always yeah. always awesome yeah. Well, thank you, Sina. That was amazing. And we are going to be doing a giveaway, but we're not going to announce that here today because <laughs> uh, we're still going to get that together, but we're going to put that out um, and just watch out on Instagram for the giveaway. And we'll have Sina tagged in the show notes so that you can go and check her out. And thank you so much for being here and having this amazing conversation with me. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks. Dwayne. You're welcome. Thank you.